Welcome to a Radio One Ninety One FM podcast. A committee, um, a committee meeting in Parliament last month has prompted the government to consider putting a pay transparency regime in place. Employees will be able to compare their wages to other people working in their sector, with the hopes that they will be able to use this information to be paid fairly. The Ministry of Women have been researching pay transparency and its impact since 2018, and their research covers its effects and many other countries, including Australia and Iceland. Last year, organisation Mind the Gap NZ provided a policy recommendation and course for change on ethnic and gender pay reporting for Aotearoa. Data published from Statistics NZ was used in the policy recommendation, showing that Māori employees were earning 82% of the average hourly Pākehā wage in 2017, and Pacifica employees 77%. The gender pay gap was 9.1% in the June 2021 quarter and it has stayed for the past decade and the gap between a European male employees and a Pacifica woman is 27% and disabled people in Aotearoa also face a gap of 18%. We are joined live on the phone with with Nina Santos from Mind the Gap. Hi Nina, how are you? Hi, I'm really good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining. Um, So I guess my first question is, um, what do you think of the pay transparency regime the government is considering? We're really, really excited. Um, So Mind the Gap uh, launched last year and we've been actively campaigning for pay gap transparency. And I guess um, the way to put it is that pay gap reporting is um, it's a part of the whole pay transparency picture. A small, smaller piece of the elephant per se. So we really, we were really stoked to see the um, select committee's um, recommendations as well as the announcement, um, which pretty much said that work has begun on a new pay transparency regime. Yeah, so very stoked. Um, we're, we'll be watching the space closely. Cool. So um, Mind the Gap runs a voluntary pay registry. What has the uptake on that been like? Um, it's been really good. So about. Um, 50 large, larger employers in New Zealand currently report the gender pay gap and um, less than 10 report gaps for Maori and Pacifica. So while the uptake of the registry has been good, it's definitely not as good as it would be if there was legislation in place. And that's what we're really campaigning for, for pay gap reporting to be required of um, our larger employers and larger businesses because we know that the simple act of pay gap reporting is effective in closing the gap. Exactly. And so what has research so far shown that, um, what, what are the, some, some of the drivers of uh, the pay inequity? So the, um, the causes of the pay gaps are quite complex. So when you speak of pay gaps, it's quite different um, to equal pay and pay, pay equity. So when you say equal pay, it refers to people being paid the exact same pay for the exact same role. When you say pay equity, it refers to being paid um, to being paid the same for roles that require the same level of skills and energy. So, I, in a way, pay gaps are caused by a combination of unequal pay and pay inequity, as well as a range of other factors, many of which um, are quote unquote unexplained. So, in New Zealand, only about 20% of the gap can be attributed to things like educational differences um, or um, differences in skills or experience, 80%, so the majority of the gap is actually unexplained. So we can only, um, so we assume, and, you know, I, I believe that a part of it 
as due to um, bias and discrimination and the hiring practices of firms. And there are actually a lot of studies to um, back this up. Right. So um, why do you think the government has taken so long to be proactive about this pay gap? Uh, the question we ask ourselves. Um, it's it's great that work has begun, but I the the problem is there is in New Zealand the culture of pay pay secrecy and pay gap secrecy still persists. So the status quo means that it, it's better for a lot of our employers to keep their gaps and their this data close to the chest because um, in some instances it can be really big, right? But until you reveal the numbers, you actually run and measure the gaps, you won't know where to start addressing them. Um, I really like this quote that says, sunlight is the best disinfectant. So we're really, um, so Man the Gap is campaigning for three things, right? We want new legislation in place that will make pay gap reporting compulsory. We also want businesses to take the lead on this issue by voluntarily um, signing up to our pay gap registry, which is now live. And we're asking the public to just ask um, their employers and businesses they encounter about their pay gaps. Because we want to highlight this issue. Pay and pay gaps have long been taboo topics. And we really need to use our consumer power to um, bring it to the limelight. Right. I was going to ask you about Just Ask. Is that essentially um, just asking in your yes. workforce? Yes. So Just Ask is another um, important pipe important part of our campaign it's basically just that just asking it can be as simple as asking on social media or asking via email you can ask your employer um hey boss what what are companies pay gaps have we registered to be my to be part of mind the gaps pay gap registry but understand that um this topic can be quite hard to approach especially due to the power imbalances in workplaces so we can also use our consumer power right we can talk to, we can ask companies who we pay bills to every month, or power companies, or um, what, what, what? Um, sorry, power companies and our um, banks. So you know, people we businesses we encounter on the regular, we can ask them about their pay gaps and check whether they've committed to this important issue. Awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much, Nina, for giving us that insight into Mind the Gap. Yeah. Um. I'd really encourage everyone to visit our website. Yeah. We have a lot of resources on um, how to start on the conversation. We have guides on how to ask. And I really want to point out that if you, those with the power and privilege do ask in workplaces um, should be doing it on behalf of others who, who can't. So this can look like senior staff asking for junior staff and talking mm-hmm. and asking for colleagues of diverse cultures because we really need to um, use our privilege to do something good. Exactly, and strengthen the community in that kind of way as well. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.